This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Hi. We are back again. Unfortunately for you. Uh, Unfortunately uh, for all of us, because now you have to listen to us and we have to talk. And yeah. But kind of glad you guys missed this whole like 20 minute conversation we just had about replacing microphones, because that was boring as fuck, at least to the listener it would have been. Maybe not. Anyway, speaking of stuff and things. Yeah. How about some headphones? Those studio, sweet studio headphones that or earbuds that you can... You know you want to go purchase or don't want to purchase, but we hope that you, you'd want to. Just go over to studiosweden.com and check out all the wonderful stuff they have. Put uh, your earbuds or headphones in your checkout basket and then go to checkout. Put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your total order because, you know, well, Kevin loves you and the other Kevin loves you, so... And Seth loves you, too, even though Seth's not here, but he still loves you. And while we're actually talking about stuff, there's another really important thing I wanted to mention. What's that? If you go over to darkwindowspod.threadless.com, you can get yourself some badass t-shirts or bags or stickers or whatever. I just got myself a fucking Dark Windows baseball tee. It's uh, got blue sleeves with, like, the heather... Like light gray, it's fucking comfy. Maybe it's I might so cozy. I might take a picture and record. I love it with it on. I love it so much. Take a picture of my titties. Those titties. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this and a just the classic black with white lettering. Um, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff over there. So go check it out. That's uh, darkwindowspod.threadless.com. Anyway, this week we are going to take a trip. For I believe the first time to the land of the rising sun to talk about some yokai. Yokai. So what so before we get like into it, what did you think a yokai was before we started? Do you have any idea? Japanese anime? Yeah, I I I had an idea, like I knew some about the fact that like a lot of Pokemon and shit are based off of them. I I thought I didn't think they were Pokemon. I actually thought they were some Japanese funky anime thing that wasn't 
Pokemon. No, no, no. But a lot of Pokemon are based off of Yokai. Uh, um, yeah, well, I understand that, but I'm just yeah. saying I thought they were something separate. Oh, okay. I mean, aren't they like? Isn't there some kind of some? I I don't I don't, I don't know. know. I'm yeah. I'm, I don't know either. I'm white, but I'm not like anime dude white. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> you are too. Hey, the closest I got to that was like Dragon Ball Z. All right. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of like in that same category where you got like the kaiju stuff. Yeah, where it's like giant monsters, which are fucking awesome. But yokai are basically like mythical creatures slash folk tales slash um, cautionary tale kind of things. Yes, um, folklorish. You know, kind of like the. Uh, Brothers Grimm right, fairy tales, right? And uh, what's his name too? Um, Hans Christian Andersen. Yes, yeah, those buddy. fairy tales by him. Yep, they're mostly cautionary tales. But a lot, some of the yokai are actually real things too. Um, like one that I picked is based off of a real creature. It's just real fucking silly. Anyway, you want to start us off because we we each did what five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Start us off, man. See what you got. The first one I want to do is called the Bora Bora Tan, which is a Futan Sukamogami. It's when it strangles its owners when they are asleep, and it's described as a tattered Futan. So the the Sukamogami, which is a Japanese nap mat. Okay. Okay. Um. So they come to life at night. That's why they strangle you while you're sleeping. Okay. But it's only at night, not during the day. You know, because, you know, well, you can't. So it's a night walker, not a day walker. So it's a wear futon. You, yes. <laughs> you are correct. Or it's a vampire. Eh, wear futon sounds like more fun to me. Well, okay, but, you know, vampires can't go out during the day. Yeah, but they can only come in if they're invited. True, true. You're you're true. Yeah, yeah. Because this this just is there. Yeah. So because it's furniture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so it rises up into the air and throws his or her owner out of the bed. Then begins to wrap itself around the head and neck of it, the sleeper with the intent of strangling. So it's basically the Boston Strangler. Come here, bitch. Got you. <laughs> the Bora Bora belongs to a specific group of yokai, which I mentioned, which is the Suko uh, Ogami, which is, means artificial spirit. Okay. Are these the ones that gain sentience after like 100 years of being around or something like that? No. Because I know there's like an umbrella or a flip-flop or some shit that does that too. Well, yes, yes, yes. These are okay. uh, – they derive from man-made objects such as like kitchenware, tools, and everyday accessories um, that become alive either through possession by spirits or ghosts or through constant use for at least 90 to 100 years. You imagine being the spirit that's like – you see somebody sleeping on a futon and you're like, oh, man, this one's mine. You just like start swooping down, and all of a sudden he rolls at the last second. You're like, "No!" <laughs> into a futon, and then you're stuck in a fucking dirty old couch. But uh, you have to be used 
for 90 to 100 years. Yeah. Before you can come into life. That sucks. I know, I know. It's bullshit. But when they come to life, uh, the it's only because they have a feeling of being ignored or needless. And as That's some sad. of Yeah, so they get some kind of revenge. It's best got a frustration. They float through the rooms of an inhabited house at night and try to strangle any sleeping person they can just because they're dickheads. And that's what they do. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, oh yeah. He's going to have a shitty night tonight. <laughs> Danny thought he had a bad day today. You, you're going to die. You're going to die real good. <laughs> so, alternatively, they meet with others... And they throw noisy parties. Yeah, they throw parties. So it's a, um, almost mm-hmm. like a Japanese poltergeist. Yeah, but but these poltergeists, a Japanese German ghost. Yes, but these ones, they can leave the house and stroll around in search of other companion beings. So they can they can go looking for each other. That's pretty cool. I know. I was like, well, that was pretty fucking sweet. But you still have to be 90, you know, plus 100 or whatever. You know, you have to be constant use. So, I mean, why would you want to be like a, in like a, a knife or something? Like I said, I think it happens by accident. You're just like spirit, like sneaking up on somebody like, I'm going to get them. And they dive and just like person moves just like, fuck. And they hit the counter. <laughs> it's like, now I'm a fucking tile. <laughs> well, no, no, it, ha- it has to be, well... Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's all by mistake. Yeah. I think. <laughs> all right, all right. You're, I, I guess you know. You're yes, you're right. Hey. Okay, so that was the Boroboraton. How about yours? So, first one. Let's start off by saying that not all of these are like super silly, like that one mm. can be. There are some that are actually scary. I picked like maybe one scary one. I think the rest of them are just fucking goofy. There's a hot glue gun right there if you want to fix them. Son of a bitch. God damn you, Slimer. Hey, there's a hot glue gun right there if you want to plug it in and fix them. I'll have to fix them. Okay. Slimer went down, folks. Dude, I hot glued a fucking Cthulhu to mine, and I am really happy about it. Well, Slimer, his arm broke, okay? No, but now I've got like... Son of a bitch. The power of the old ones and my microphones. But he's adorable. He's so cute. The tiny little one. Slimer might have to get fucking retired. Now we'll hot glue it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so my first one is the Hari Anago, which means hook girl. She's supposed to be a beautiful young woman that runs. right. Close, but not quite. Oh, damn it. Showgirl? <laughs> not showgirl. Uh, uh, hmm. Hookah. Prostitute. <laughs> Schlatt for money. <laughs> uh, Beer Fest is one of the best movies ever. Um, no, call, call girl. No, no, no. Um, she roams the streets of Ihami on the island of Shikoko. Uh-huh. It's so it's this one particular town, one particular island in Japan. No other particulars. No. In the dark of night, she looks like a normal girl from a distance. But when you get closer, that's when things change. So in other words, she's just like if you're walking down the street or at some place and you look from behind and you're like, Wow. That is that guy. That girl has one nice butt. 
and you, she turns her, he turns, she turns around. And you're like, oh shit, it's a guy. Well, it's like either you know, hey, that guy's got a nice butt, or that girl's got like a really nice beard. And you're like, oh, but you're like, oh man, yeah, good I for gotta, him. But if it's a if it's a, if it's a guy, you know, but you think it's a girl, you're like, oh, I want to burn my eyes out. Not I've never yeah. done that before. Or, or you're just like, you know what? Good for him. He probably works out. You know. <laughs> I can't say that about myself because I've got like a giant gross ass. So nobody's ever mistaken my ass for a woman's and been like, no, you have no ass. They're like, where is his ass? Yeah. The French Canadians get no ass apparently. Same with me. me. (laughs) So she's usually out looking for a man. And when Mm -hmm. she finds one, she smiles and kind of bats her eyes and starts to, you know, acting all flirty and shit. But if he's dumb enough to smile back, that's when she attacks. Uh Aha. What you can't see from a distance is that each one of her hairs has a small hook at the end of it, hence her name, Hook Girl. When I say every hair has a hook, I mean every hair has a hook. Uh Hair on her head, eyelashes, eyebrows, it's all got hooks. Oh, damn. I don't know about armpit hair. Maybe. Probably. Come here. Get over here! Lifts her arm and shoots her hair at you. Get out! Oh, oh, it smells. Stop! It's called deodorant. It's not expensive. Damn it! Put your arms down, woman. So, once she gets her hooks into a guy, no pun intended. No, I very much in- oh. intentionally intended the pun. Well, fine. <laughs> she rips him to shreds. Not even the strongest of men can resist. Oh. After peeling the dude apart, she will sit in the road or alley or wherever she seems to catch him and eat him. Just like the little shreds of skin, yeah? Nice. But fear not, if you're a real fast runner, you can leave this awful bitch in the dust. If you live nearby and have a good solid gate or a door, all you have to do is wait her out until sunrise. Because when the sun comes up, they disappear. Uh Uh-huh. See, She's a vampire then. Kind of. But shit like this is why I don't make eye contact with people when I'm walking anywhere. No, no. And so it's like, eh, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to people right now. No, no people. In- yeah. So mm. what you got for your second one? My um, second one. And a lot of these are quick because I think we used the same source. Uh, the I think we went through the Yokai Wikia page. I don't know. Something like that. That's where I got all of my. I looked. Oh, I looked up different various things and everything. I didn't. I didn't go word for word. I definitely put it into my own words. But yeah, that's where I went for my sources. So, <laughs> well, they don't need to know that. I'm stating my source. It's a, an important thing. <laughs> so people can be like, "Well, you copied this from here." And be like, uh, "No, dickhead, I copied it from there." I copied it from <laughs> that person who copied it from that person. Yeah, because this shit's straight. all been around for like 150 million years. Yeah. So my next one. Yeah, what do you got? This is number two. Number two. What you got? Is called the Kamikuri. This one sounds familiar for some reason. I did not know anything about any of these. We just saw the little blurbs and I was like, ooh, that looks good. And it's like, I'm going to do that one. I'll have one. I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> I will take two of them. Can I get that? I want that as the lunch special, though. I don't can need I... the whole big thing of rice. I just want the lunch special. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I mean, can I get a Coke to go as well? No. No. Fuck. All right. So it translates to hair cutter and lives in urban areas, dark alleys, toilets, 
and bedrooms. Toilets, you say? Yes. So don't go take a poop because it might come after you. Hmm. Yeah. That would suck. Cut your pubic hairs or your, your something else. Your butthole hairs? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's it's, why you beat them to it and just shave it all off anyway. See? Then you're all set. <laughs> so they live off a diet of hair. Yes, because they are the hair cutter. The Kamakuri are a kind of magical arthropod with scissor-like, with a scissor-like beak and hands like razors. Okay. Okay. Now, are their hands shaped like razors or do they just have like real sharp claws? Real sharp claws. Okay, because when you say hands like razors, I think, you know, like, it's just this weird little fucking spider thing. And instead of hands, it's just got razor blades of this click clacking around on, which is gross. So it's basically... <laughs> Enjoy uh, thinking about that when you're falling asleep tonight. <laughs> a spider covered in fucking razor blades just... All over the place. Fuck that. Shoot myself in the face. I don't want to deal with it. It's, uh, what's his name from Nightmare on Elm Street? Freddy Krueger. Clicking. Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off with your razor blade feet, spiders. You sons of bitches. So they are small and capable of sneaking quietly through open windows and doors without alerting their victims. So they're basically ninjas. With razor feet. Yes. So those razor feet must have be so silent that they're, you know, they're ultra silent. But they're sharp. You know, it'd be they're really shit. it'd be really tricky, especially if this is during like feudal Japan, climbing those paper walls with razor blade feet. It's like walking through a paper factory on ice skates. I know. Slice your way through. But that might be the good way to get in though. Never know, man. Yeah, it's true. But while feudal times they didn't have windows. I mean they had maybe like a little like cloth thing or whatever. So they are small and capable of sneaking quietly through open windows and doors without alerting their victims, like I said. And they tend to sneak about at night, and they cut a person's hair off suddenly and unexpectedly. So so do they do it with the razor feet or with the scissor beaks? Uh, Probably all of the above. I mean, just use the razor beak. That's right there. You just fucking chat out. Listen. You know, they'll do or what they want to do. What if you were to straighten it out and then, like, start yeah. sucking hair up like spaghetti and then just with the razor feet? Yeah. See what I mean? Mm. We got to be efficient. Yeah. It might work. I think I like it. But you got to get the hair wet first because you can't suck up dry hair, I don't think. Well, I mean, it, but if you want to cut, well, no, because you want to wet if you want to cut it. But, I mean, if you want to be a, a real asshole, you cut it dry. You just fucking scalp them. Then you get, yeah. like, an extra chewy bit at the end. That's true. Ugh. Scalp them. Like, ooh, tatanka. <laughs> yeah, let's let's offend Native Americans while we're picking on Japanese shit. <laughs> what? I just said buffalo, damn it. I know. Uh, anyway, uh, they hide under roof tiles and wait for unsuspecting prey to pass by. Then they pounce. They are indiscriminate in their attacks, going after men and women Servants and aristocrats alike, because you know who gives a shit. Yeah, how how rich you are? They're not. They're not. You got fucking hair. I want it. They're not classes. They'll eat all the hair. They don't care. All the hair. All the hair. Don't care. I don't care where the hair is. I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat I your said fucking it. toe hair. Ooh, Ugh. I'll eat y'all. Yeah, that hair and more. 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> continue, please. <laughs> they strike in urban in urban areas, particularly in alleys or bathrooms, or other out of the way places. You know, because you know, you could be anywhere. Right. They snatch your hair, run off. Ha ha, bitch. I mean, so far, all of these sound like cautionary tales about serial killers. It, this one definitely is. Except for your fucking dumb futon. Well, both of my futons, my, well, my futon and this one are, you know, basically serial killers. I yeah. pers- you know, so far. Because, I mean, it's like, oh, well, somebody strangled this guy in his sleep. Must have been the couch. Exactly. You know? Somebody killed this person and cut their hair off. It he was must have done something. Definitely his... a weird fucking bird spider with razor blade feet. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway, I don't know. I don't understand why they had like, you know, like three quarters of their hair missing on one side. I don't understand it. Mm. It's weird. Especially, you know. So in many cases, the incident goes completely unnoticed until much later when the victim is spotted by a friend or family member, and when a mop of hair is cut uh, that was cut is noticed lying in the street, (laughs) like a toupee in a windstorm. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, you like you know your friend or family member is like, hey, hey, you lost some hair, or somebody's like, hey, look, I found some hair in the street. Oh shit, I wonder whose that was. These things would actually be pretty easy to catch. You just take like a nasty old hair piece and put it on some fish line and drag it through the streets, and just, once it comes out, you just fucking clobber it with baseball bats. I see. I don't know why they don't like. I wonder if they actually go after dogs and cats too. It seems like they eat human hair because dogs be, and cats have yeah, fur, not hair. That's true. That's true. So they, the. Often the victim is asleep in bed when it happens, but, you know, obviously they don't have to be either. They can be just walking along and, like, Spider-Man, just down, snatch your hair and get get the hell out. Like Spider-Man if he's an asshole. <laughs> That's true. Oh, boy. Uh, <clears throat> in days when long hair was a oh, the only fashion in Japan, the Kimikuri was a terrifying uh, uh, apparition indeed. Particularly in high-class urban areas, because you know, they had longer hair than everybody else. Yeah. You know? These days, such spirits are no longer feared as they once were. The Kemakuri attacks are sometimes a sign that the victim is about about to unknowingly marry a ghost or a yokai. Huh. Uh, now, I don't know. You just cut your hair. Oh, you must even going to marry a ghost. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Not about that job interview you're going for. No, you know? no. Nope. You're going to definitely marry a ghost. Okay, oh. so if I was ever going to open a barber shop in Japan, I would totally name it after this thing. Because, oh. you know, people would be like, that's pretty fucking cool. Let's go there instead. Yeah. It's just like Pan- uh, Planet of the Crepes, my <laughs> breakfast place. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, what else you got on that one? Or is that it? Uh, well, I mean, I do. there are some legends. Oh that, yeah, let's that hear. Go him. along with it. So one of the legends is on account uh, of the Kemakuri attack was printed in a p- newspaper as follows: On May twentieth, eighteen seventy four, in the neighborhood of Tokyo, at about nine p.m., a servant girl named Jin left her master's mansion to use the outhouse. She suddenly felt a ghostly chill, and a moment later, her hair fell disheveled about her face as. Her long ponytail was looped off at lopped off at the base. Jin panicked and rushed to a neighbor's house where she promptly faded. The neighbors investigated the outhouse and discovered Jin's severed hair strewn on the floor. 
Afterwards, Jen came back sick and from stress and returned to live with her family in the countryside. Nobody ever used the outhouse again. So it's like a crime scene. There it was. I spotted it. They returned to the outhouse and they found her hair hooked hooked on the handle of the car. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's why you don't make out in the outhouse. They drew a chalk outline. They're like, so this is where it was, huh? So how was it cut? Razor blade? Scissors? What? Looks like this might have been a pretty hairy situation. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah! Uh, CSI dun. noise. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear, dun, dun, dun. Oh, you ruined it, man. It was just like, I did the CSI. I didn't put my fucking glasses on and everything. Like, I was like, ah, shut the up. pun shit they do at the beginning of it. Mm, okay. That was fine. pretty good, man. You know what? You suck. I do suck. <laughs> So yes, so that is that one. That is the chemicurry, the the hair guzzler or hair cutter, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> oh, hair guzzler sounds so gross. <sighs> Just pour yourself a nice tall glass of hair. <laughs> the the hair murderer. Oh no, hair guzzler might be the worst words that have ever come out of your mouth. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, so that one was weird. This dude is a straight-up freak. Oh, shit. <laughs> we are going to talk about the Akaname, which in English translates to the filth liquor. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so if the other three so far have been like cautionary stories about possibly cautionary stories about serial killers, this one's definitely about dudes that are going to try to take pictures of you when you're trying to pee. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's just get after it. So, hold on. We go from like... Serial killer to... Like, uh, raging pervert. Raging pervert, huh? <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, the Akaname is, quote, the personification of fear of a dark bathroom late at night. It comes out to lick the filth from the floors and the walls of unclean bathrooms. I don't like using dark bathrooms at night because I'm afeard I'll piss on the floor, not because there's some fucking red creep licking my toilet. <laughs> You're afeared? Afeared, Yeah. <laughs> You I was, know, you I mean was afraid. I was watching The Witcher while I was fucking doing my research. So ah, shut up. You got a feared, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. The Akaname is a red goblin-esque creature that inhabits only the dirtiest, nastiest, filthiest bathrooms, both in people's homes and in public. I've seen some pretty rank public toilets in my day. I've seen some pretty shitty, no pun intended, bathrooms. I've I've never once had the urge to be like, I wonder what this floor tastes like. You know, <laughs> dragging your tongue across the wall in a public bathroom. Oh, God. It's generally about the size of a child, but it could be bigger because it's usually seen hunched over. I'm assuming sucking on urinal cakes or something. Mm. Yeah. It has a mop of greasy black hair and its skin is also greasy, but can vary in color from the more common red to a mottled molded green to the violent pink of bed sores. Ick. Yummy. They can have any number of eyes as long as that number is between one or two. They can have five <laughs> fingers. <laughs> it cannot be three or zero. Four it's... is right out. <laughs> it must be two or one. They <laughs> Thrice <laughs> shall not happen. So they, they have five fingers and eat in uh, five fingers and five toes on each appendage. And a super long, sticky tongue. The first thing, really, that came to mind was, like, 
this is the weird little like perverted cousin of the liquor from the Resident Evil games. Because it looks similar, just like kind of like nasty and pink with a big gnat, like gross fucking tongue. But much like rats and cockroaches, these little creeps will tend to scurry off when a light comes into the room. <laughs> Lights are done. Oh, shit. No. The only way to rid yourself of these monsters is to keep your bathroom clean. But it's probably a good idea to do that anyway. Oh, yeah. So that's the Akaname, which might be the most disgusting thing I've ever read on this show. <gasps> Until next week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So what'd you think of that one? Mm, I don't know. Weird. <laughs> Not weird. Gross. <laughs> okay, fine. I mean, I think it's still weird. But yeah, that's but okay. I've never under—I don't understand where that would even come from. Mm, it's like, soap scum. Right? Tastes so great. It's like just sucking the bottom of like stuff out of like drains in your to- like shower and stuff. It's like sneaks out. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I got this. Hold on. Oh, you, you pissed on the floor? No, no, no. Don't waste any paper towels. I got you, buddy. <laughs> I got you, bro. <laughs> your dog pooped on the floor? Hey, hey. Don't worry about it. Toss it in here. I'll take it. <laughs> I got, I got, you know, I got, I got mouths to feed. Come on. Oh God. <laughs> oh. Oh, please, please tell me your next one's not gross. <laughs> no, no, no. No, my next one's called uh, Akamanyo, which translates to red coat or red vest. Fucking British. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And you, guys, you guys are fine now that you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> so the Akamanto is an urban legend related to toilets. Another one. What the fuck is it with toilets and the Japanese monsters? But mine only lives in elementary schools. Oh, okay. So it's a pedophile toilet monster. It is. Awesome. So we've gone from pervert to pedophile. Same difference. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this one definitely needs to be beaten to death behind a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This phenomenon is known all over Japan with countless variations on the same theme. It usually takes place in a specific stall in a specific bathroom in a school. And it, okay. Has to be, you know, certain ones. That's it. Usually it's an older... Every third urinal has a ghost. No. <laughs> no. It has to be an older or seldom used bathroom. So essentially, in Harry Potter, I can't remember which oh, one it was. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the um. one where it, the bathroom with the, the the stall or whatever it was with what's her name that that haunted it. Don't say what's her name. You know exactly where her name is. I do not. <laughs> Kevin audibly slides his glasses up his nose. Maybe I do. <laughs> no, I really don't. Um. So, often in a stall with an older style squat toilet. So, it has to be an older style toilet. Not a newer style. Right. Okay. Much older. Often, the fourth stall is the cursed one. As the number four is associated with death. Which I never knew. Must be only in Japanese folklore. Okay. First of all, let's talk about what a squat toilet is. Because I just had to look it up. It's a tile hole you shit in. (laughs) Because we just went on like a 30-minute tangent looking at at these toilets. Sometimes, sometimes it has 
foot placement holders. Yeah. Where you can get a grip just in case the poop is really bad. <laughs> in, case you, in case you got to get violent with it. <laughs> and unfortunately, if you are brave enough to look up the squat toilet, you will see a lot of floors with poop on them. <laughs> then there is this one type that I, oh, I had to go on a little tangent. And there's another type that I found that is higher up and it actually has bars you can hold on to on either side. So you're like sitting on it. You're like, you got to push down and you're. You know? it's, it's called a grumper. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so often the is the cursed one, like I said, as the number four is associated with death, which I guess I didn't know that. I never We're learning it. all kinds of stuff about Japan no. today, man. Yeah. So the origin traces of this traces up to urban areas. Uh, it's an urban legends. Okay, in urban areas. Fair enough. Uh, the Akamado is a fairly old, fairly old as far as urban legends go. It is recorded as popular schoolyard rumor as early as 1930s. I figured it'd be like when they were saying older. I figured uh, 1800s, maybe early, even earlier than that. But yeah. Not 1930s. Um. Well, I mean, no comment. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Japan's history gets a little foggy in the 1920s, and then it gets real warm in the late in the mid-40s. <laughs> Had a little bit of a heat wave. Yes. So even though the newer toilets came about, the legend still hasn't, you know, gone away at all because, you know, well, it's a toilet. So Yeah, you always have toilets. Yeah. Uh, one no, ex- no matter how... Technolo- technologically advanced we become as humans, we still have to poop. True. So one explanation for the uh, Akamanto's origin and continued popularity is in its nature. It may be a reflection of the anxiety inherent in being a student. Or in the anxiety of using a public bathroom. True. Well, true. Yeah. The Akamanto asks children an impossible question to which an answer results in something terrible. The feeling is not too different from having to answer a difficult problem on a test or a what teacher. What is the airspeed of an unladen swallow? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> God, Jesus. How many fucking Monty Python references can we make? I don't know. Fuck A swallow? Oh, fuck. Anyway, continue. It could be. A, it's an African swallow. So it basically... Makes it poop out. You know, makes kids so frightened that they shit themselves. It scares the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now the Akamano's appearance has changed over time along with the Japanese lexicon. Today, the Amanto um, is the Japanese word for a cloak or a cape. And an Akamanto is usually depicted wearing a long red hooded cloak. However, in the 1930s, when this urban legend was born, it's a little Monta- red riding hood, and you flip the the cape hood back, and it's a poop. <laughs> it's Mister Hanky in a fucking red hoodie. Uh, yes. <laughs> in the 1930s, the when the urban legend was born, the Monto um, referred to a shorter, sleeveless kimono jacket. Ooh. As a result, the different uh, as a result, different generations have a different visual impression of what an akamano is. And what it looks like, you know. So, okay. You know, different different to, to it. Yeah, it, it's cool to see that 
these legends, even though they haven't, some of them haven't been around that long, they kind of evolve. Yeah. Which is neat. So here's – I'm going to just give a story that I found from it. Um, so most stories follow this general pattern. While at school late in the evening, a student suddenly finds himself, him or herself in a desperate need of a toilet. The closest restroom available is one that is normally avoided by the students. It is so it is old and less well kept, separated from the rest of the school, and is rumored to be haunted. But with no time to search for a different restroom, the student enters. He or she does their business, and when they are finished, they reach for the toilet paper, only to find there is none. Then they hear a strange voice. Do you want red paper? <laughs> red paper? <laughs> or blue paper? I want Either white one. paper so I can make my own brown paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the the student answers, red paper. And a moment later, it's stabbed and sliced so violently that blood sprays everywhere, soaking their body and making it so as if they were wearing a red, uh, bright red cloak. What happens if you ask for blue? Does it like spray washer fluid on you or something? Uh, well, technically your blood is blue. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah, until you get stabbed and then it's red. Yeah, when oxygen hits it. Right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sometime later, another student finds him or herself in need of a toilet in a similar situation. They know the rumors that a student died in the restroom, but they have no choice but to use the bathroom anyway. Sure enough, a voice asks them, red or blue paper? Remembering the legend, the student says, blue paper. Then all of a sudden, then all the student's blood is sucked out of their body, leaving them dead and blue-faced on the uh, floor. Yes. Uh, gross still. See? So Didn't want to say. The first bathroom that I thought of, you can probably relate to this one. <coughs> the bottom floor bathrooms at Otter Valley between the locker rooms. Mm. I was like, yep, yep, this, this bathroom could definitely have some kind of weird shit demon in it. Yeah. But now they've been remodeled. Well, it's also been fucking, you know, a decade since I was in high school, so... Well, over a decade. Wow, it's been 21 years. And I haven't been back there since because why the fuck would I go back there? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. Because you know what? My guidance counselor was like, you're never going to do anything with your life. And here I am sitting in my own house talking about weird shit. So, fuck you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So that's pretty much 
the Akamanyo or Akamanto or or if it's Japanese and Mexican, it could be the Aquabanyo. That ooh, the water toilet. Nice. I paid attention, like pequeño in Spanish. Muy <laughs> pequeño. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So let's hear your. Let's take a quick break first, though. Let's so do we can that. make sure we get some ads in this piece. Yes. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> The Dark Windows Podcast is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is a subscription video on-demand service with thousands of in-depth videos taught by the world's greatest professors. You'll always have something fascinating to learn about. With categories ranging from history to travel, there's something for everyone. The courses I'm personally looking forward to checking out are the 36-part series on the Vikings and the 24-part series The Agency, A History of the CIA. If you go to ageofradio.org forward slash darkwindows, there's an offer to get The Great Courses Plus for 14 days free. Stay ahead in life. Start your access today with 11,000 plus video and audio lectures on a range of topics. Now, let's get back to the show. And we're back from our almost vacation. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're back from our vacation. Yeah, I took a vacation to go pee and wash my hands. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I hope you liked it. It was sweet. I traveled. It was awesome. <laughs> Had a really nice hotel. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to talking about some weird Japanese monsters. Um, So it's my turn. Yes, you're number three. Okay. No more tree. Yeah, because my number two was poop. Literally. And my number two was about, or number three was about poop. We've, we've, we've had a lot of, to- like, bathroom talk in this episode and it's been yeah. a little uncomfortable it's a little shitty <laughs> <laughs> shut up anyway my third yokai that i picked is the nurakabe so picture this okay you're walking through a dark forest it's starting to get dark it's starting to get darker sun's Ooh. going down getting a little foggy maybe and you're starting to lose visibility oh boy you're making your way between some rocks and up over, you know, some down trees, and you run into a wall. Boom. A wall that you can't see. Oh, shit. It's very likely, if this has ever happened, that you've just had an encounter with the Nurakabe. The Nurakabe is generally described as being invisible, but during the Edo period, artists started to give it the appearance of a giant, flat, bipedal, and vaguely faced wall. <laughs> okay <laughs> and i'm guessing it's because you know being an artist you want to like depict this thing but it's really hard to sell a painting of an invisible object <laughs> listen it's you, don't you know you that you can't see it it's right there it's right <sighs> sir you're selling me a blank canvas no i'm not let me explain it's right here see you fuckers have no <laughs> you're not couth enough yeah oh, god can you see it it's a freaking wall. God. Filthy peasants. You can't even see my art. As if. Wow, you just went total valley girl. Gag me with a fucking spoon, why don't you? <laughs> so what makes this thing terrifying is that not just that it just kind of pops up out of nowhere and blocks roads. You can't get around it. It will extend as far right and as far left as you can go. But fear not, weary traveler. Grab a locally sourced stick and tap the Nurakabe near the base at the ground, and it'll disappear. 
<laughs> the only other way to get around this, and it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me at all, because we just talked about it expands as far Wait. left and as far right. Yeah. Is that like tapping it, in, like like smacking it in the foot? Because if you get smacked in the foot, you're like, ow! I would think so. Or like the ankle somewhere in there. Uh-huh. So we just said that it extends as far right and as far left as you can go. Yeah. So the only other way to get around it... Up over is it? To, no. You go all the way over to the left-hand side of it, and you tap it in the lower left-hand corner. How? How do you find the corner if it just keeps extending to... The- <laughs> Well, it, eventually it has a corner, mister. Yeah, but somewhere it just keeps going. Like, by the time you find the left-hand corner, you've actually run back into the right-hand corner. So it makes a circle. But it loops behind itself. It just keeps fucking extending. It just turns into a corkscrew. So you go over top of it. I don't know. I don't know if it expands. It, it, it goes light to, right to left. Yeah, but I don't know if it expands upwards, too. If you, see, if you see this thing, just turn around and go the other way. But you're not going to see it. But if you run into it, go the other way. Fuck it. Just True. avoid it. <laughs> like, oh, I hit a wall. Shit. Yep. Well, turn well, around. Well, forest wall. Got to leave now. Oh, fuck it. It sucks. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So I don't know about you, but I saved my two absolute favorite for last. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm not going to go in any particular order. And then I'm like, bullshit, I'm not. Because these last two are fucking fun. Well, I I didn't go in any particular order. Okay. Well, what's so, your next one then? So my fourth one is called uh, Bakazori, which <laughs> translation <laughs> is Ghost Zori, which are Zori are traditional straw sandals. Bakazori sounds like a bad guy from the uh, Power uh, Power Rangers. Though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn you, Bakazori! Oh, I'm going to get bigger now. Yeah, you have to to fight it. So its appearance is straw sandals, known as Zori, like I said, and other footwear that have been mistreated and forgotten by their owners, and it can transform into a yokai called the Bakazori. It's like, so it's know. a bunch of shoes that get together and become a giant shoe? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so... It definitely is. It's like, it's definitely like um, it's a fucking transformer shoes. Tra- yes, trans- <laughs> it's Vol- Voltron no, sandals. Yeah, Vol- Voltron. <laughs> anyway, oh my we god! We will sorry. now form Voltron. Form of a flip flop. <laughs> Beha- so this behavior, these sandals shaped Yakamori, uh, sandal shaped Yakamori sprout arms and legs. What? <laughs> And a single large eye in the center. So they become a Cyclops, but they become a Voltron Cyclops. Voltron Sandal Cyclops. Oh, yes. Yes. Voltron Birkenstock Cyclops. Ooh. That's only like real fancy for like that is hippies true. and whatnot. That's true. True. So they run about the house at night causing mischief and making noise. The Bakazori have a favorite chant, which they sing as they run about the house. On their tiny feet. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the idea of a shoe growing legs, arms and legs and running around is fucking awesome. So uh, they chant Karaki, Koraki, Kanakoraki, Mangu, Mishutu, Niha, Nanama, Karaki, Noraki, Kanakori, Eyes 3, and Teeth 2. One more time in English, please. <laughs> So, 
Because uh, I know you got a translation. <laughs> no. So uh, eyes three refers to the three holes where the sandal straps are attached. And the teeth two refers to the two wooden platforms which are attached to the uh, – so which are attached to the, the sandal, the, oh, okay. the wooden part. Yeah. Heihachi okay. style from Tekken. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which would suck to get kicked with. Well, yeah, because he's also like fucking eight feet tall and like built yeah. like a soda machine. He's just like fuck your face, <laughs> wooden shoes, and you know, yeah. yeah. And so, the, but the other words in it don't mean anything. Hmm. Just nonsense. Okay. Just nonsense words. <laughs> Fair enough. So that's that. That is the Bakazori. Okay. It's your Voltron. For love. Or or hold on. Um. Zord, uh, yes, Power Rangers, uh, what's his name? I'm sorry? Voltron, no, not, what, the Power Rangers, what the, their things turn into. I have no idea, I don't remember. I don't either. Somebody will. Yeah. You can tell us. Form of a pair of Wellingtons. Because <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> Doc Martens, here we go. Yeah, that's fine. All right, all right, fine. I almost bought a pair of Doc Martens. They're fucking crazy comfortable. But, this but they're po- like $190. Oh, yeah. Little, uh... Okay, so yeah. number four for you. <laughs> this is where shit gets weird. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's been weird. No. So you're saying it's getting weirder. This is where it gets... Weird. Okay. We're going to talk about the Shirimi. Ooh, the Sharimi. The Sharimi belongs to a class of ghosts that have no face. That's not the weird part, though. The weird part is that this guy has got an eyeball in his asshole. <laughs> an eyeball in his asshole. His name means buttocks eyes, for fuck's sakes. Like, one-eyed Willie. <laughs> so... The only real thing, like, I can kind of, I kind of found was a story. Long ago, a samurai was walking through Kyoto at night when he heard someone call out to him. Who's there? He responded. I'm guessing in what would be a real badass samurai voice. And can't imagine this guy would have been, like, scared of somebody going, like, hey, fucking Tom or whatever your name is. (laughs) So he waited for a response and got nothing. He looked around, and when he turned to look behind him, he found a man taking off his clothes. So let's recap real quick before we move on. A, samurai walking down the street. Someone yells at him. Two, he's about to get super flashed by a fucking weird guy. Surprise, bitch! So let's pick up where we left off. (laughs) The now ultra-naked dude is looking at the samurai, and quick as a flash, he spins, bends down, and spreads his cheeks. <laughs> the samurai, I'm guessing now flabbergasted, begins to stare this stranger in what should be his brown eye, but instead he gazed into the stranger's strange, gleaming anus eyeball. <laughs> oh, it's his brown eye, all right. Yeah. The samurai, I'm guessing, just kind of went, eh, whatever, it turned and walked away. <laughs> no way. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, he was like, huh? The fuck is this? <laughs> So, from a distance, the Sharimi looks like a normal person, just without a face. And he's just kind of usually wearing, like, a silk kimono and walking down the street. It doesn't attack people violently like some other yokai, but I can only imagine it leaves some emotional scars, (laughs) for sure. Um, 
It tends to blindside people on roadways and make eye contact and run away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it makes eye contact, all right. It's like, bends over, hey, hey, look, surprise. You imagine just like... Like riding, you know, like cruising down the street in your car, and you come up, and there's like some kid like going to Munya, and he drops his pants, and there's just a fucking eyeball. We're like, <laughs> he hit a tree or something. Like, I, I laughed so fucking hard when I was re- so it <laughs> brings a whole another dimension to being flashed. Instead yeah, of flashed, you get super flashed. It's yeah. like, look at my butthole. Oh wait, there's an eyeball in it. Yeah, oh, Jesus, dude, Christ. I had a lot of fun with this one. Okay, so that was number four for me. So this would bring us up to number five for you. Yes. The last one is the Makura Gashi, which is the pillow flipper. (laughs) (laughs) It lives in bedrooms. It's a kind... So the Makura Gashi... As opposed to the table flipper, who's anybody I've ever played Monopoly with. Fuck this! No, 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 I'm sorry. No, that's the person. Ben. That, yes. Plays with my sister-in-law. Blue Falcon. Yes. Plays with my sister-in-law <laughs> and my brother, Ben. Yeah. Ah. Oh, no, we're not on a team. We just own half the board and put buildings on it, you asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Honey, listen. Listen. I will I will make it rent-free. We don't free. have to pay each other rent because we're co-owners. Yeah. Mm. I will make it rent-free if you sell me. <laughs> Boardwalk. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get to it because I'm just getting angry. <laughs> yeah. So the Makuragashi is a are a kind of uh, zakishi warashi, which is a ghost child which haunts specific rooms of the house. Okay. okay. They are found all over Japan. I, you know, I do I do tend to notice that like pattern. There's certain things for certain rooms. Yeah. You you do see that other other places though, like you get in like Scandinavian folklore a little bit and like Celtic folklore. Where there's certain little critters or spirits for certain rooms in the house. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. So they are found all over Japan, though details about them vary from region to region. Uh, they take the form of a small child dressed as a Neo, which is a monk uh, or a samurai. And or a Keanu Reeves. In, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a John Wick. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so like I said, they appear in bedrooms at... In, but only at night. They get their name primarily from their activity, which is flipping pillows. People who sleep in a room, a hundred room by the uh, Makuragashi, often wake up to find their pillow has been flipped and is now at their feet. Oh, okay. See, this thing could have been super handy if it was just like, hey, your pillow's warm. Let me flip that I over know. for you. I'd be like, dude, I'll take two of you. <laughs> Fucking let's get after this. Yes. But my thing is, okay, first off, A, how do you not know your pillow just came from underneath you? Heavy sleeper. You have to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a heavy sleeper. I, I, I mean, I'm not that heavy a sleeper, but, you know. I mean, I I'm pretty know. sure I could sleep through a nuclear explosion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. And you know what? If I didn't, I wouldn't want to wake up through it. There you so go. So there. Huh. <laughs> just melt in my sleep. There, See, there you go. <laughs> So the Makuragashi are also known for other minor pranks such as running through ashes and leaving dirty footprints around the rooms they haunt. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I'd kill them. <laughs> what if they weren't dead? Just sweep it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Wipe your damn feet! <laughs> <laughs> Raised in a fucking barn, take your shoes off before you come in my house. 
No, put your slippers on, damn it. I don't wear slippers. Well, they leave dirty footprints, so... Mm-hmm. But if it's your house, you're allowed to do it. That's true. That's you true. Know? All right. So there are many theories as to where the Makuragashi come from. And there are variants of the uh, Zakishi Warashi. So there are many theories of where they come from. So there are different variants of the Makuragashi. But mostly they revolve around being Gosa people. And particularly children. Um, they are often people who die tragically, such as murder victims. However. Oh, so they're like murdered kid ghosts. Yes. Oh, okay. They have also been attributed to shape-shifting prank-loving yokai, such as the uh, Tanuki or the Suri. How Suru? dare you mention the Tanuki, sir? Uh, I know. I'm Before sorry. Before I can. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Hint, that's what Kevin's next Rather one Rather bold of you, sir, <laughs> to speak the Tanuki. Hey, I speak the Tanuki, but I speak it well. Well, I did it all for Tanuki. Come on, Tanuki. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fuck, dude. Monty Python and Limp Biscuit references? I'm fucking old. But when I said, when you speak of the Tanuki, you speak of the Tanuki well. Where's that from? I don't know. Major League. No, Bull Durham. Sorry. What can I say? When, when uh, what's-his-name wants to uh, keep throwing the fastball or whatever, and uh, what's his, the Kevin Costner's character keeps shaking him off. Or keeps tell, you know keeps saying you know fastball or fastball and then finally he's like all right he tells the hitter he's like when you speak of me speak of me well <laughs> the hitter's like what he's like here comes a fastball he cranks it out of the park ah Jesus I like him <laughs> he no help with curveball <laughs> Tanuki help with curveball <laughs> <laughs> you want a major league reference there we there go there you go. Alright, so others still have attributed the spirit to the actions of monster cats, such as the Kasha. So the what, I'm sorry? Kasha. Hmm, okay. Okay. Well, most stories about the Makuragashi present them as harmless pranksters. There are a few stories that describe scarier powers. Some don't flip the pillow, but flip up and flip people instead. Really? That's kind of cool. Others pick up entire... Uh, Tatama Tamagotchis, yes, Tamagotchis. <laughs> they pick up mats, okay, that people sleep on. Okay, they're called uh, the Tatatami. Okay, they're like those like reed kind of things, yes, yeah, okay. And they bounce them around because you know they're just they're assholes like that. Still, these are the ghosts that are dicks that'll like pick your whole mat up and put you on the leg, and be like, Pah! or the ones that are like, ready and sweep. Oh, I got it out! What? Yes! <laughs> like the waiters that whip shit off the table. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't break the glass. Like, well, and he didn't notice. I thing. didn't break his ass. Yeah. <laughs> onto the floor. <laughs> so still others are said to sit on their victim's chest while he or she sleeps, okay. pressing down hard and squeezing the wind out of the lung. Old hag syndrome. Yeah. Sleep paralysis. Yes. Hey, we found it there. They occasionally cause sleep paralysis, like you said. Um, the most extreme stories say that anyone who sees a Makuragashi loses consciousness 
after which they steal the person's soul, leaving them dead. Whoa. Yeah. So that is the Makuragashi. Well, well pronounced, I think. <laughs> so since you kind of already spoiled it, my last one <sighs> tanuki is, yourself. Mine is the Tanuki Yokai, because there is a difference oh. between the Tanuki and the Tanuki Yokai. Well. Because if you do yourself a favor right now, I'll wait. Get on your Google. I'm uh, going to the Google. Yeah, and just punch in Tanuki. Hold on. You won't be disappointed. It's literally a raccoon fox, and it's the cutest thing that's ever fucking existed. Tanuki. Yeah. It's like a raccoon. Yeah. They're fucking awesome. So the Tanuki yokai gets its name from the very real Tanuki raccoon dog, which you hopefully just looked up unless you're driving. And I then just it, looked it up. And then if you did look it up while you're driving, tell the officer that pulled you over for fucking around on your phone to look it up, too. <laughs> tell him to download the show. Or tell your wife that, or or husband or co-pilot that they can just, you know, look it up themselves, too. Because, you know, instead of yelling at you. So this is one of the, from what I found, one of the more well-known animal yokai. It would be right up there with the shape-shifting fox, the kitsune. Mm-hmm. The two have something else very, very much in common, and that's the ability to shapeshift, like we just mentioned. The difference between the two is that the Kitsune is just a transforming fox. The Tanuki has got a magic leaf that it uses to transform. Mm. That ringing a bell? Possibly? Magic leaf turns you into a raccoon? Yeah. Yeah, Mario 3. Yeah. That's how you got your tail so you could yeah. fly. Yeah. You actually had to get a tanuki leaf and you got the tanuki suit and you could fly. Oh, I did not know. Yeah, oh, buddy. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So this is actually, again, a direct nod to the tanuki. Cool. Other than the super cool ability to transform with a leaf, the thing that tanuki is best known for are their giant magical balls. Yes, <laughs> enchanted, extraordinary testicles. <laughs> Look at my balls. Yeah. They are magical. These big old balls. <laughs> Touch them. Okay, hold on. Because when I typed it, <laughs> I actually typed big old balls, B-A-W-L-S, balls. Ha, balls. <laughs> so, they're giant balls. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Because this is where it gets real fucking wild. These big old balls have many uses. Umbrellas, fans to keep themselves cool, and maybe drums if they get bored. Ouch. And even weapons. Weaponized balls. Smack! <laughs> Hit you with balls! The best part... Wait, tell me, don't tell me that their weak, weak point is their balls. No, God no. Why, why would you use a weapon as your weak point? It's uh, true. No. The best part is that they use their scrotes as disguises, transforming, for example, into a shopkeeper. And then the balls themselves become the shop. <laughs> so you what? can walk into this thing's balls and buy fruit and whatnot. <laughs> okay. There, There is a nursery rhyme in Japan that children learn. Tan, tan, tanuki's balls. Even when there's no wind, they swing, swing. <laughs> In ancient Japan, the Tanuki was considered to be a forest god of sorts, but with the rise of Buddhism, Tanuki and other yokai lost their status as gods and protectors, and they took on uh, more roles, uh, more roles of like messengers of the gods. Uh huh. Some of the more powerful Tanuki can transform into humans, 
and live full lives as humans and even have families. I still don't understand how their balls be, make them a, a shopkeeper Dude. human. Yeah, that doesn't – weird. Your balls are magic. That's all I, I can think so. of. Magical balls. I mean, you do need them to help make a people. So true. they're kind of magical. True. Or, yeah, true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? But unfortunately, when they do become people, they tend to carry some of the less favorable traits, I would say, from humans. Um, often becoming drunks, gamblers, liars, and cheats. Uh-huh. Um, and the weird shit kept coming because I did find that some can actually transform into trees, rocks, giants, and even other yokai or monsters just to mess with humans for their own inter- entertainment. So that's the Tanuki. And uh, I, I, so I just found the Tanuki. Uh, did you see the Tanuki uh, children's rhyme nursery rhyme they kids learn? Yeah, I just, I just read it. Oh. Were what? you in a different fucking <laughs> building? I think so. <laughs> Holy shit. Like 40 seconds ago, I read it. And you're just wow. like, hey, so did you see that there's like a thing about that? <laughs> Have you heard about this thing called the Tanuki? It's like a raccoon with giant nuts. <laughs> wow. I was listening so intently that I wasn't listening. You know what we should do? We should totally do an episode about yokai sometime. God damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking A. Wow. But. Um, I hate that when I listen so hard that I don't listen. It's because you're not listening. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure I was listening because I was hearing things that you're... You were hearing, but you weren't listening. There's a difference. Like, you can hear shit and not listen at the same time. (laughs) It's it's called being a male, I guess. No, no, I was... No, that's bullshit. That's sexist because I know plenty of women that have fucking selective hearing, too. Okay? (laughs) Let's not play that card. Fine. Um, Son of a bitch. This is definitely one I could see us coming back and doing more. Yeah. Because there's literally millions of these things. (laughs) There are. There is so many. It's kind of like vampire lore. It's like... Believe it or not, we're going to go back and hit that again. We're going to hit that shit. Yeah, because, I mean, it's kind of my jams. but Yeah. Which uh, which was cool because uh, if you've seen uh, Z-Wars. V-Wars? V-Wars, sorry. Yeah. Well, one of those that they talk about, or if you've read the book, I think we actually covered it in our first uh, like vampire thing. Where I talked about the the African, uh, one yeah, 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 African, yeah, one of them, yeah, yeah, one of them. I actually I was like, holy, because I when I read the or listened to the book, yeah, I was like, holy shit, we covered that. That's but, so cool. But the Japanese have got some pretty interesting. Well, not just the Japanese, but Asia in general. Yeah, like Southeast Asia in general have got some really fucking wild vampire legends. Yeah. but those aren't yokai. No. So anyway, um. Was, I had fun. Yeah, I did too. That was just fun. And we both hope that you guys had fun listening to us ramble about mostly toilets and occasionally testicles. But if and if you didn't or you did, guess what? You you're, can go over this to... This is one of those episodes you're probably going to want some headphones for. You definitely are. Because <laughs> if you are listening to this on your phone, on your just like the speakers going and you're on the bus, first of all, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, you're going to get some real weird looks being like, uh-huh. hey, those guys just talked about like toilets and people licking bathrooms for 20 minutes. And shit wizards or something like yeah. that or, you know, some some the weird yeah. stuff. And then you hear raccoon about- scrotums. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. 
and fucking uh, transformer shoes and pillow flippers and yeah. transformer shoes and some hooker girl that's not really a hooker because <laughs> yeah. Kevin doesn't listen. <laughs> Shut up! I did listen. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, you should totally go over to uh, studio.com, <laughs> get yourself some headphones. Or earbuds. Or earbuds, or one of each. Yeah, and then exactly. when you get there, put them in your cart, put in Dark Windows 15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Yeah. Also. And if you happen to forget that, you can email us at yeah. darkwindowspod pod at gmail.com. Yes. Or... You can look us up on Facebook. Yep. We're Dark Windows. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, we're the only one on there, as far as I know. Because sometimes if you just punch in Dark Windows some places, it brings you to, like, Window Tint, which is, like, not exactly what we were going for. No, definitely not. But now it makes sense. It does. Because they are Dark Windows. But they're not the Dark Windows. No, no. You want to know why? Because we got a fucking banner up now, son. Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. So, yes. So... You can find us on Dark at on Dark Windows Podcast on Facebook. Also, you can find us on Instagram at Dark Windows Pod, on Twitter at Dark Windows Pod. Not as often. Not as often. <laughs> um, and you, like I said, you can email us at Dark Windows uh, Podcast Pod or Pod. Sorry, <laughs> at gmail dot com. Yeah, um, um, Dark Windows Pod dot Threadless dot com. Go get yourself mm-hmm. a super fucking comfy baseball tee yes or a super fucking comfy t-shirt and probably by now or a hoodie they got zip ups and guess what the shit goes on sale occasionally pay attention to that yes we don't want anybody to pay full price just get our stuff (laughs) buy a t-shirt and like hey don't pay full price for it get it on sale it's fine yeah no no skin off my ass just fucking get a t-shirt because get a skateboard i don't care yeah oh that's right you can get a goddamn dark window skateboard you want a shower curtain got them too Love it. Rugs? Oh. Yeah. We got all of it. We don't sell, like, dark windows body wraps for your cars. <sighs> yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Do we sell dark windows yokai's yet? No. Uh, no. No. Damn. We, if we came up with one, it'd be real fucking weird, though. It would be. Yeah. Anyway. A window yokai. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fucking cross-eyed window with buck teeth. Just like, hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, hey, dude. Do y'all live in this part too? Because I've seen you before. <laughs> With that said, yeah, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. I'm gonna redo that because it was gross. <laughs> <laughs> just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. And don't let the yokai flip your pillow. Goodbye and good luck. <laughs>